My next uh, most frustrating character is actually Adam from the Raven Boys. Um, and I, I, again, I did not necessarily disagree with any of the choices that he makes. Like, I understand his reason for... How do I say this without giving away any spoilers? Um, he has a lot that he's dealing with in his personal life, and he has a friend that's attempting to help him out. And throughout the entire series, he refuses to accept this particular form of help. And while I personally, like, I agree with that, it was still frustrating that the author continues to bring that up. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think that there's something else to it. Obviously, she wouldn't yeah. drag Adam or the reader through this engagement several times if there wasn't a purpose for it. So I know it's all part of Adam's development and things like that. He's a really strong character. But at the same time, I do find him frustrating. He is the one character in this series that I'm not sure what his purpose is. Yeah, he's my least favorite of Same all of here. them. Like, he really struggles with identity, and, and that's a compelling struggle. Um, so I don't hate him as a character, obviously, but I just, I'm, I'm unsure where he's going, and I find that a little bit frustrating mm -hmm. to read. And I feel like he didn't get his own book either. Yeah. Everybody else kind of got their own book. Right. The Raven King is Gansey's book. Um, and so he's still not quite yeah. as developed as the other ones. Right. As Gansey and Lily and Ronan. Yeah. Um, my last one is Caden from The Kiss of Deception, simply because he's there to kill her, yet he's falling in love with her, and he's still in this dilemma mm -hmm. of, I love her, yet she loves someone else, but I'm here to kill her. It's kind of reminding me of Scandal, if you watch Scandal, Olivia Pope and Fitz and Jake. It's like, it's this love triangle thing where they both love her, but she only picks one, and and one's there to kill her, and they don't want to do it, and Yikes. yeah, it's a hot mess, so... Caden, I want, yeah, I wanted to make him to make a decision. Yeah, Caden was also my last most frustrating character. Um, it's just he—he's the one character who is logically flawed. Like he, again, the author sets him up to be this character that we know is supposed to kill her. We're no, we know he's supposed to be pitted against Leah. So in your mind, you think there's no way he can end up with her, and he continues to try. Even at the end of the first book, The Kiss of Deception, he's still trying to make things right with her. He's still trying to apologize. It's like, dude, literally every word that comes out of your mouth further puts you against her. And in book two, you know, I was just like, whatever, I'm done with this guy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he's very frustrating. But, all right. So, that was our roundup of five most frustrating characters. I'm sure we left out some good ones. Yeah. So, if we did, let us know. We can tweet us at smallprintpod on Twitter. And we would love to hear from you. Next, we are going to discuss some series books that we're looking forward to. So this is like second or third books in series or last books, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, would you like to get us started? Well, we finished Winner's Kiss. Yeah. Um, I love a happy ending, so I thought the ending was fantastic. Oh, that may be a spoiler. Well, you didn't say what happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Winner's Kiss... I don't mind a happy ending, but it has to make sense. And I felt like it did in this in this instance. I was not like, oh, that did not make sense to me. This totally did. Um, I just felt like after all that, it was slightly anticlimactic. Her grand idea for basically solving all of her problems was not that fantastic. I thought it was fantastic. Okay. I think it made sense to her character. It made sense. It was logical. Again, I have no complaints on that okay. regard. And that's that's a plus for the book. That's yeah. why I didn't rate it any less. I 
I just like the first book I finished it and I was literally pacing in my living room. I was anticipating this ending so much and it was intense. And even the second book, The Winner's Curse had or Winner's Crime had an intense ending. Yeah. So I was expecting more. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did feel like there was a lot of slow there was. bits. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about war strategy. Yes. But I know this was historically accurate, I believe. Yeah, she, took she a lot did a lot from, of stuff in yeah, the Yeah, so that's why there's a mm-hmm. lot of it. I did read it. I didn't skip over it, and I mm-hmm. thought it all made sense. I was just not invested in it. She does a good job of mixing narrative inside of that military strategy but i agree with you that is not something i'm interested in at all and so i actually stopped reading the book for almost a week because i was just like i'm quite frankly bored um but then i had to finish it because i need to find out what happens to these two but i feel like she packed all of her intensity into the kind of first half of the book Mm because it was very intense i remember texting you like you need to read this right now first two those first two chapters i was just like oh this is going to be a tough torture through yeah But um, yeah, I mean, I think it had a solid ending. I'm just not overall, uh, I wasn't as swept off my feet as I kind of expected yeah. to be. She likes to do good endings and I yeah, I would have liked more. I don't think we gave anything away. No, I don't think so. No, okay. Um, my most anticipated book series ending is The Raven King by Maggie Stiebotter. Yeah. I love that series. It is my favorite YA series. So I am sad to see it go. Um, yeah, this this series offers so much. It's it's romantic, but at the same time, it's very character driven. It's got mystery. It's got the historical aspect that I like, um, and just weird paranormal stuff. It's like yeah, realistic it's paranormal. Very, very well. I think I a lot it. of people on the um, on Twitter and all the bloggers. I think this was a book that a lot of people didn't pick up right away, and they're just now finding it mm-hmm. and loving it because there's a lot of rereads and people are still on book two mm-hmm. a lot of people said they couldn't get past book two and if you are a reader who is kind of used to i don't want to say fluffy but if you're used to not such an a dense book you're gonna get lost book two is extremely yes, dense it was it is i almost put this book as new adult because mm-hmm. a lot of teens in our library will not check this book out because it is over their head it's mm-hmm. a lot of information i don't think people were ready for that yeah, it's, it's a book series that definitely is not going to lay everything out for you. No, it's not. You've got to read between the lines. A lot of reading between the yeah. lines. And I like that. I do, too. I prefer e- that. Right, I do, too. But even, like you said, book two was even too much. It's Almost too much lot. for me. I had to, like... I loved it. That was my favorite parts. book of whatever year it was published. That was my favorite book of that year. It was just so well written. And mm-hmm. all the characters, Ronan was fantastic. Um so i have book four now i bought it it went on sale early and i read the prologue and i was just like whoo this is too much and i put it down and i i've had it for like six days and i have not read it because mm-hmm. that prologue already overwhelmed me mm-hmm. so i'll have to reread the prologue again just to make sure i'm understanding she's so cryptic her yes. writing is so cryptic and it's about gansey and it's important but mm-hmm. so it's just chilling yeah chilling on the table yeah, you kind of have to take your time with the series. Yeah. yeah but um, I love it. I am excited for Mist and Fury. Mm-hmm. I also, that book is very hush hush. Yeah. Like, we got this interesting email from Baker and Taylor who gives us our, it's not the publishers, it's, it's the book warehouse, yeah, mm-hmm. that gives us, gives a lot of libraries their books to put on the shelf. They're the go-between between between us and the publisher. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Um, so the email basically said, do not put this book out on your shelves before May 3rd. Do not, do not, do not. And I, one of the perks of working in a library is that we get the books early, like a week early, so that they can be prepared and they ready to tape and put mm -hmm. in the catalog and be put on the shelf. And I actually have it. And I started reading it and I wanted to tweet it and be like, woohoo, but I'm like, oh God, yeah, and they Baker and Taylor is going right. to kill me. So I didn't. They specifically said, you know, if you make mention, if you have it, you can't do that. You cannot even request any kind of advanced materials from the publishers. Do not. So yeah, what you probably in the can't world? put a review or anything. So there are a lot of librarians who have the book. Yeah. But they're not. But they got this death email from right. Baker and Taylor. So that was so weird. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, the book is massive. Yes. It's like 650 pages, and it is the size of an adult book. Yeah. It's huge. Um, and it's picking up where, I think, three months later. Oh. After. Okay. I'm not going to say anything else. Indeed. Be really sure. I'm already kind of, like, <laughs> not happy, but anyway. <gasps> oh, shoot. No, not with the writing or anything. It's just, like, there's a character that I prefer over another character, and it's not for the way I want it to. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. That is also on my list. Um, keeping with Sarah J. Mass, also Empire of Storms, mm -hmm. which is the next book series in the Throne of Glass. Yeah. That's due out sometime this year? Is it in the fall? Yeah. Okay. She's a pretty quick writer, so I think it's the fall. Thank God. Yeah. Um, her books always feel like there's... Well, maybe it was just this one, but I feel like this one had an ending. Like you could read this yeah. book by itself. Yeah, and you'd be like, okay. Shadow Queen of yeah. Shadows. Mm -hmm. They well, I'm not gonna say it because it's this, a spoiler, but Queen of Shadows is my favorite book in the series yeah, so far. I agree. Um yeah, definitely my, my definitely my favorite book. But you're right, it did kind of have a resolution of its own. There is still a lot going on, but yeah. Um but yes, I need too. answers for some things that happened in yeah. Queen of Shadows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's definitely one of my favorites. How many are our books are in the series? Seven, seven, I think. I saw seven on Goodreads. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this is number four. This would be the sixth. No, the fifth? Five. I'm sorry. Empire of Storms, I believe, five. is... Maybe we'll yes. check on that. Throne of Glass, Midnight, Air of Fire, Queen of Shadows. This is five. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I'm excited yeah. for that one. Hopefully they will have them early. Last year they did not have Queen of Shadows early for the masses. Only a couple of bloggers got them. Mm. Um, the next one we are probably sure both of us have on our list is Crooked Kingdom, yep. which is book two of Six, of, Crows. Six of Crows. And I don't know if they're giving it away at BEA or if it's just a teaser or what. But it's still unclear. On the website, it's like giving away galleys of Crooked Kingdom, and I met Lee Bardugo. I don't want, I don't want to meet her again, but I just want the book. I don't want to take anybody's spot in line if they haven't met her and they love mm -hmm. her and everything. But I do want the book, right? So, but I don't want a galley. I mean, I don't want a a teaser. A teaser. Mm -hmm. I don't want teasers. Yeah. Yeah, so. we're a little unsure as to what exactly is happening, and it looks like, well, we're not. I'm just not sure. Yeah. Um, but um, my next book is Torch Against the Night by Sabah Tahir. It is a sequel to Ember in the Ashes. Yeah, I got that too. I'm very excited about that one. Yeah, and that one will be given away at BEA, mm -hmm. and we will both be in line pushing uh, yep. everybody out the way. Indeed. No, I'm just kidding. We'll be fierce. No, we will be we'll running. Push. We will be running <laughs> like we did last time. Yes. I think ALA, when she was giving out Ember and Ashes, and she was actually there, I think we ran. Um, we to did her booth. because they also were serving champagne at the yeah, same they time. Were. And we like had not eaten anything all day, so it was like straight to the blood system. <laughs> it was it was funny. I think we were number one and two in line. One, two, three. Yep, we were. 
Um, so the next one on my list is book three of the Young Elites. Um, I don't remember the name. It should be out in October. And I am excited to see how she's going to take this character because at the end of book two, um, Adelina was just like, screw you guys. I don't care. And like, wow. So that was a pretty awesome ending. I want to see how she's going to redeem herself because she is the protagonist and the antagonist. She's her own villain. So I'm curious to see how she's going to resolve this. Mm. But if you have not read the, um, the Young Elites, it's a very good series. I strongly recommend it. Indeed. Um, I've got two more. One of them is Be The Beauty of Darkness, which is the final Remnant Chronicle book. Of course. Yes. Uh, I believe that comes out sometime this year. August. Yeah, August. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't have too much to say about that one. I'm just intrigued as to how she's yeah. going to wrap things up. This is my favorite series probably in the last five years. And I'll say post-Hunger Games. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I'm very excited to see what happens, who the dragon is. There's still so much mystery. Yeah. I mean, we're three-fourths of the way through, and we still don't, which is not a complaint. But no. I love that she's doing that. It's a very kind of slow burn character-driven mm -hmm. series. Um, very well-developed as well. Yeah, it's also about, like, it's post-apocalyptic, but then it seems like it's going to be another major war. They're right. gearing up for another war. Right. So I'm excited to see the war between the Vendans and the Morganese, mm -hmm. how that plays out. And that ending was, oh my God. I'm going to need to recap that. I remember, I remember what happened at the very, very end with the stuff in the middle. I don't remember. Exactly. I, yeah, I don't know anything. I couldn't tell you a single thing about that book. I read it so long ago. <laughs> um, rather, I've read so much in between then. Um... I think that's all I... No, I have one more. It is book five, I think, of Falling Kingdom series. Uh, Elise doesn't read that series. I do. Mm -hmm. um, that's another one that has like seven books in the series. It's very... It's an epic um, high it fantasy. It looks good. I don't know why I've just never picked it up. I don't either. Yeah. It's, it's not as strong as like um, Throne of Glass. The writing is not as strong, but... Um, it is one of those books where, you know, I've, I'm just going to continue the series. I, mm -hmm. I want to know what happens. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, I'm excited for that one too. She always has really good covers. Yeah, they do have good covers. anything, but. Well, you know, it helps. Um, um, but there are a lot of series enders this year. There are. Um, Winners, Raven, mm -hmm. Kiss of Deception, Young Elites, and I have, like I said, I have the Raven King sitting at my desk and I was so excited for it. But now that I have it, I don't know if I'm just sad that it's ending or if I'm scared that I'm not going to like the ending because if something is making me not want to read it. Well, pass it my way. <laughs> <laughs> you take too long. I know. And I need, I want to buy it anyway. Um, well, I, my, I, my last book is The Cursed Queen, which is the sequel to The Imposter Queen. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm surprised you didn't put that down. You like ranted and raved about that book. Anyway, yeah. I did not rant and rave about yeah, that Yeah, Dawn has no opinion about that book. Uh, I was introduced to The Imposter Queen, and I fell in love with the series. It's very good if you have not read it. Um, my personal opinion only. And so I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to The Cursed Queen. Is so, that a duology? I'm not sure. I think she only That's does duologies, because her first series um, of Metal and Wishes was oh, yeah, a duology. Is, yeah, that's right. This is Sarah Fine. 
Um, yeah, I'm not seeing anything past that. So I believe this is a series ender as well. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. There's a lot, you know, I think duologies are kind of coming back. I hope so. Because uh, the Wolf by Wolf series is a duology. There was In the End, which is kind of a book that's simmering underneath the the annals of YA. That's by um, Demetria Lunetta. That's kind of like a post-apocalyptic horror that was really good as a duology. Yeah, so I am looking forward to that final book. And that's it. That's all we got. All right. So thank you for joining us today for the fourth episode of small print podcast as always you can tweet us with any questions or comments at small print pod and we will love to hear from you so we'll see you on the flip side bye